piss, 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 Hi there, sir, and welcome back to Endgame, Riverdale podcast, where two dreamy people and also a third-person review, a nightmare of a show. I am your first host, Captain Miha. I'm your second host, Betty Snooper. And I'm your third host, Beanie Headed Bow. Hooded. No, it said headed. Hood. No, it's hooded. No, it said headed, sweetie, in the show. That's actually the next serial killer, the beanie headed bow. <laughs> That's funny. I have to erase a funny joke now. Oh, anyway. no, okay, no, 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 okay. And I'm your third host, <laughs> beanie headed bow. No, you can be beanie headed. No, I want you she to make She caved so fast. She caved so fast. Because I know what joke she's going to make. No, I'm not making it. You're beanie headed bow. Okay. Dream. Okay, do you want me to just read verbatim what I yeah. want? Travel is almost illegal like during COVID. If you travel unauthorized, you're shot. Stressful. Suck suck one, fucks up, and miss almost suck one? killed. Suck one? <laughs> Stay at the beach while is stranded. While stranded. No, that was a whale is stranded. Oh, a whale stranded. I and others try to help, but he's <laughs> kidding. Can I read you how she spelled this word? Yeah. B T T A N D E D N A G A A M. There are so many letters. I was falling asleep. If you read so it out loud, letters. it says the Tandendu Jane. <laughs> I was falling asleep. <laughs> I buy lunch. Huge wave. Everything is and I have to dog fucker on my phone. Airport. Dog fucker your phone. <laughs> Airport lady, what's trying to kill me? Dot dot. <laughs> so what happened was that apparently no. you weren't allowed to travel, and then they almost die. I don't know. I'm at the beach, and there uh, there's a stupid whale that keeps getting stranded, and I keep saving it. It keeps getting stranded again. Um, and then I buy lunch, which was a very nice avocado sandwich. And then there's a huge wave and everything is covered in sand, including my lunch and phone. And I have to dig for it. And apparently a lady at the airport was trying to kill me. Did you know that in the hit movie Scoob, that is actually how Scooby and Shaggy meet? I don't know if you know this about the hit movie Scoob, but... Scooby meets Shaggy by bringing a massive bone to the beach. He rolls on it like a log in water across a bunch of sand, and then they just slice into it and both eat a piece. And that's that's how Scooby and Shaggy meet in the hit movie I love Scooby Doo, but that's bad. <laughs> I love Scooby Doo so much, and Scoob is. That's my response to Scoob. Okay, well, my dream, I can't say did you that know much Scoob, about it. Did you know Scooby and Shaggy are actually descendants from Greek heroes? And that's somehow weirder to me than the lore that Scooby-Doo is actually an alien in a dark body. Good lord. Anyway. Both of which were canonized within the last 10 years of Scoob canon. All of this is, is not relevant to your dream, but is better than it. 
Well, I can't say that much about my dream because Beanie Headed Bo hasn't seen Avatar The Last Airbender. Um, but there's an episode where there's a really creepy owl. Yeah. And I, after I watched that episode, I had nightmares for like a week about that owl chasing me and trying to eat me and kill me. And it was so horrible that every time I watch that episode, I get so anxious that it's hard for me to breathe. Oh my God. Anyway. How old were you when this happened? Like 12. Okay. When I was around that age, I was... My father, being British, convinced me to watch Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. And I got to a two-part special about this kid in a gas mask. Yes, in the gas mask. And he says, yeah. um, are you my are mummy? Are you my mummy? Um, and I physically hid from that episode in yeah. real life. I put it on the other side of the couch. And I was like, I have to finish it, but I will not watch it. The owl scared me so much. Like, I, I don't even know why. It's not very scary. I just hated it. He kept trying to peck me and like eat me. It was horrible. But you didn't you didn't mind the faceless spider? Um no. Of course of course not. I thought that was cool. It's not faceless. It has a lot of faces actually. Isn't it called <laughs> Maybe t- too many faces. Is it called the faceless spider? It's called like No, he's ca- called called Co the face stealer. Co the face stealer, that's what it is. That, which is way worse than not having a face, is having a lot of faces. That yeah, but true. the monkey outside that doesn't have a that face. That was bad. That's terrifying. horrible. Yikes. The spirit world in that show is really. Anyway, you're going to watch just Avatar horror. The Last Airbender over the summer, and it's truly disturbing. And every time I watch it, I'm like, I watched this as a kid, and this is kind of creepy still. Yeah, but then they have Ty Lee. There's the really- whole show, and then Ty Lee, and then the rest of the show. No, and the one where Aang is like hallucinating and sees his animals like talking and samurai sort of fighting. And the one where they just go see a play and have relationships. That's my favorite episode in the entire show. Did you know that? That's my literal favorite episode. I would watch that episode every day if I could. Like it's my favorite thing. I love it. It's so bad. (laughs) Anyway, so the summary for this episode is Jug attempts to use the serpents to crack down on drugs in Riverdale. It goes well, horribly. Am I doing the fucking summary? Well, Arch... Do you think Kevin needs bottom-friendly food? No. No, because we all know that he can walk after bottoming. He didn't do a very good job at bottoming. <laughs> I really liked that pause. We all know he can walk. Next thing. <laughs> Bottoms that can walk don't need friendly food well i like it better that they that he didn't do anything and then he got shit all over those sheets anyway (laughs) that's why he needs the bottom friendly food well he's getting farm dick now any archie and mad dog who is and some other people have gotten out of prison baby teeth oh my god (laughs) bumper I got too excited. Archie and Mad Dog and Baby Teeth. And Thumper. Oh my god, (laughs) I can't give this stupid summary. Let me start it over. No! No one will let me finish it. I'm getting Jug and the Serpents crack down on crime in Riverdale. While Archie also helps with Mad Dog and Baby Teeth in the Vietnam jail and gives them a place to stay and helps crack down on the drugs. Betty uses Cheryl to infiltrate the farm and Cheryl becomes a farm meat. Um, Veronica tries to get her parents back together even more and there's tension between Jug and Gladys. And that's the episode. Was Francis busy going down on that crack? Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Shop at Postmates. They have bottom-friendly food. Just the ad for this episode is Postmates.
<laughs> sponsored by Postmates Bottom Friendly. I food. used to work for Postmates, and the idea of getting an order from the Bottom Friendly Food section like sent fear within me. <laughs> I would be like ally. <laughs> <laughs> Say ally, ally. ally. <laughs> I think that's what all Postmates drivers should legally have to do during Pride if they bring Bottom Friendly food. Well, if you brought bottom friendly food from Postmates, you could be like, you and I, we have different pastimes when we understand each other. <laughs> we both enjoy this food, but for different reasons. <laughs> so, I wish you a nice douche. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Tip well. <laughs> <laughs> so this is another episode where Jug doesn't narrate. So... I think this is the point where the show just gave up on having continuity of Jug narrating every episode. That was kind of a thing for the first two seasons, and now they're like, whatever. Um, But it does open with Jug and the serpents sneaking around the school. It's a cop simulation. It's a cop simulation. So FP and Sheriff Keller um, are training the serpents to be deputies. I just realized that this scene is supposed to parallel the later scene where they all almost get shot. Does a horrible job. It really does. Like, I only realized that now. I realized it as you, like, right before you said that, too. Why are they doing this in a school? I don't know. I don't know. It's where the most shooter drills are, I suppose. Ooh. They're more used to it. You want to learn in an environment where you're used to already oh, learning, gosh. you see. <laughs> they have no authority to be in the school. Who's going to stop them? Weatherby? Weatherby's at the farm. They don't even have a principal anymore. Cops. They are the cops. Yeah, exactly. That was my joke. Oh, shoot. <laughs> yeah. She made a good joke. I understand you. Ah, oh, shuckle. I'm getting better at jokes. Wait a second. Is Ke- is Kevin Keller's dad the other person here? Yeah. yeah. In which case, only one of them's a cop. And the yes. other one's just sad. A guy. An ex-cop. He's just a guy. I'm an ex-cop who dropped out of the SATs. <laughs> That's funny. Um. Then Veronica speaks to Betty at Pops and says she's sad about her parents divorcing. And she- Evelyn walks in. And ask if she can put posters up inviting people to a, a tour of the farm. And Veronica well, agrees to go. Yeah, with Betty. Yeah. It's a it's a classic B and V. Those classic capers. Then, FP tells Gladys that he found out their old trailer was burned and had drugs in it, and then Gladys and Jug. Um, try to intimidate each other and Jug's like I'm gonna crack down on your drug stuff and she's like no you fucking won't and it's very uncomfortable and then in the background you hear Jelly Bean going come on we'll miss the morning cartoons I don't think Jelly Bean's actor liked that line no she I didn't I don't think so either <laughs> which cartoon do you think Jelly Bean likes I think she's watching a pup named Scooby-Doo oh I think she likes um for some reason when she said that I immediately thought of the Flintstones What's what's the most like creeper television? Oh, you know that old show. What what the fuck was it called? It was like about these people who lived in a fishing town, and it was super disturbing. And it was like they were weird monsters and stuff, and it gave me huh. nightmares. Huh. I have no idea what you're talking about. Let me find but it. But I would love if this scene of Jug and Gladys 
just had really softly in the background. Johnny Test. Johnny Test. Johnny Test. I'm looking up the cartoon I'm thinking of. Girl in a tuba sharp backpack. Johnny Test. Genius sisters using like a lab rat. I will crack down on your drug trade. Me freaked out at how much you're busy, mom. You try your best, kiddo. I won't let you get a toehold in this city. Genius in your money, 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 money. What the fuck? Beautiful. Thank you. It was this. <laughs> what the fuck is that? It was from. Ew, it was from. Stop making me look at it. It was called The Misadventures of Flapjack. Oh, I know that show. Again. Look, look. No! Is that really from the misadventures? Yes, of it's from the fucking show. It was disturbing. That is not what the regular show looks like. I know. They would have these moments where they would edit things really creepy like that and then cut away to the normal. And it was very disturbing. I feel like Jelly Bean would watch Invader Zim. That's fair. I respect that. Did you know I was obsessed with Invader Zim in middle school? I owned every single DVD of every episode and I had jackets of it and I went and met the people who voiced the characters at Comic-Con and got them to sign my copies of it. Did you have a Gur jacket? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did. Did you have a crush on anyone in the No. No. They're children. They're kindergartners. No, I mean as a child when you watched it. What if someone was just like, yeah, I had a mad crush on Dexter from Dexter's Lab. <laughs> What if someone was like, yeah, I really liked Zim. I was really into him. <laughs> that short little idiot, that's mine. Zim is like so dry. Like, it's so funny in like a way that's very unusual for kids shows. Dry like that booty after eating bottom friendly food. <laughs> <laughs> Good Veronica and Betty join the tour of the farm. Kevin's showing them everything and they're at the old farm okay. building. And then Kevin is like, guess what this room is used for? And Betty's just like, ritualistic drownings. And he's like, what did you say? And it's just a funny scene. And no, no, no. And then, and then, but what is in that room? Oh, you'll never know. Cause Kevin actually does, doesn't say. He's just like, I look know. at this room. Guess what's in there. Anyway, next thing. <laughs> Bad tour guide. It would be funny if you went on a tour and a tour guide was like, do you know what's in this room? And you went, no. And they went, yeah, good. And then you I just like If I ever become a college tour guide, I should do that. That's Pats, I live with the knowledge that I'd make a good tour guide and like it haunts me. <laughs> my, I live with the knowledge that I would be a good car salesman and I don't like that. <laughs> my mom looked me dead in the eye one time when we were playing a game and so seriously went, you would be the world's best car salesman. And then we just kept playing the game. Anyway. <laughs> yeah but she's bossy and i know i would annoying. be like you're buying this car <laughs> anyway um alice then sees betty and alice says you forsake you sorry <laughs> alice says you forsook me <laughs> how not by you you're her mother you dumbass no but i don't i don't know if i just don't remember plot well when did betty forsook alice never i think maybe it's because she didn't move to the farm with her i yeah. don't know what like Alice, you're her mother, you fucking she, slug. She burned the curtains. Alice might be mad that Betty stopped not. her ritual. I don't know. Oh, maybe. And then Betty's offered an interview by a farmy, and Betty goes into the interview with Evelyn, and Betty's wearing a lesbian shirt. Uh, and then Evelyn asks a bunch of weird questions, and then Betty leaves. Yeah, what is this interview? Do you bite your nails? Do you experience stress? 
what's your occupation? And that's it. Like, Why do they ask if you bite your nails? Do you have to be like good enough to join the farm? Yeah, you have to be mentally is, ill enough. Is there like, a, like, can you fail this interview? Can you be like, I want to join your cult. And they're like, do you I bite your nails? Me. Do you bite your nails? No. Actually, you can't join the cult. I'm sorry. So why do they ask that? I just, I don't get why there's an interview for a cult. It seems like you just want anyone. <laughs> yeah. Anyone except Betty. Like, everyone hates Betty's guts. That's funny. Then Veronica sees Hermione arguing on the phone with Hiram. And Spanish. And then she tells Veronica she's not invited to the ribbon cutting of the prison. And that means everyone will know she's not with Hiram anymore and she'll be attacked and she's scared of getting murdered. And then Veronica's like, but you should still be together. But, okay, my fun fact about this episode is that, okay, you know how they speak Spanish, like, often? Yeah. And they say Miha a lot. I looked up Camila Mendez, and she is not Spanish. She's Brazilian and speaks Portuguese, but not Spanish. And so I was like, well, that's weird that they, why didn't they just make her family Brit? I mean, not Brit, sorry. <laughs> why, is, why, did, why did they make, why did they make the family Brazilian and they could have had them speak Portuguese and said they're giving Camille Mendes Spanish lines and she doesn't speak Spanish because she's not Spanish, um, but she's Brazilian. So then I looked up just for fun, what Miha <laughs> means in Portuguese oh, and no. it means piss. It means piss. Every, every, okay, because Camila Mendez is, is, speaks Portuguese, every time that her dad says Miha, she's hearing the word piss. When he's like, Miha. No. It means piss. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> this episode's so funny. Wow. What happened between Portugal and Spain? <laughs> Ooh. Why? Why is that so different? You're right next to each other. Well, it's just also like I don't I don't understand why they didn't just make their family Brazilian to just like but and have them still say Miha. <laughs> yeah, but they literally took one look at Camila Mendez and they were like, "Oh, you're Latina," and she was like, "Yeah," and they were like, "Oh, so you speak Spanish? Okay, you speak Spanish now," and she's like, "I literally speak Portuguese." Like, no, if I was if I was to guess where the Miha all that started, I would guess that it came from Mark Consuelos based on his history in telenovelas. I can't imagine being an actor in another in just like another country and just having someone say piss to my face repeatedly and having to live with that. I'm just I think that's offensive to Camila Mendez that they literally went, Oh, you're Latina, you speak yeah. Spanish. Like, she does not. Yeah. yeah, but it is a cute pet name. Like, my piss? little piss. <laughs> it's just so funny. I was just looking it up for fun, and when I found out it made, meant piss, I was like, this podcast is really coming together. You know, like, <laughs> every time I love you, piss. Bio, it means piss and not daughter. That's so funny. I that, wonder. It's so funny that Mark Consuelos is sitting there saying Apparently piss. he was born in Spain. Mi hoy okay. mi noy piss. <laughs> <laughs> it just—I can't imagine her sitting on that set for seven years, hearing the word "piss" said to her face. Oh God, I don't understand what they were trying to do, and I don't—I just why? Because they literally said, "Oh, you're Latina. You speak Spanish." Yeah, 
Also, um, the word to piss is mihar, but since he's saying miha, it literally means like he pisses. Mihar menorah. <laughs> it's, not, it's not even saying to piss. It's literally him looking at her and going, she pisses. Like, I don't understand why they were just like, oh pissing. yeah. Pissing. Like a random yeah because i looked it up because i mean she could still speak spanish like but she doesn't but she does not she just does she literally not. did an interview where she said i don't speak spanish yeah yeah excuse me i'm pretty sure you're fluent at this point <laughs> what poppy hey, hey. daddy me are me harmonar that's my favorite thing that the word piss is still connected to the show. I love it. It's like the show was made for us. That's why I think that's why we have a connection to the show. And I don't I honestly don't think it just means to pee. I'm pretty sure it's like slang like it is piss. <laughs> um this website I found another website that says it can also mean to be scared shitless. <laughs> this is a great word. Oh my god, bottom friendly. <laughs> Every episode, you piss, piss, oh. piss, piss. We need to appeal to more Portuguese-speaking populations. <laughs> yeah, do we do that? We're already putting Mia in the bottom in the thing of every bio. What more can we do? I know that should that should be getting all the piss king people. I'm trying to get all the piss king people in America. We're naturally getting the piss king people in Brazil. I just really did feel bad for Camila Mendes because yeah. I'm sure her whole life people have been like, oh, you must speak Spanish. And then she gets a like a job and they're like, yeah, your character speaks Spanish. Yeah, I feel bad. That's like, what the fuck? Anyway, then Jug speaks to Archie about his mom and how. So now Archie knows that his mom sells drugs, which he isn't supposed to know. But apparently he's acting like he knew it the whole time. So Jug is talking about that, and then Archie gets a call from Mad Dog and picks it up, and he goes and talks to Mad Dog in prison. If you're a criminal escapee, can you just vibe out in prison? Like, I feel like that'd just be a very weird experience. Yeah, they should still be arresting him. Like, I don't understand what is up. No, because I looked this up. Sierra McCoy makes some deal with, like, the governor or something, and Archie is a free man. That's all the explanation they give. I know, but escaping prison is a crime. So even if he was annulled of that, he still belongs in prison for escaping prison. You make a good point there. So he should be in jail. I just can't imagine being a prison guard and being like, oh, it's that person that escaped and not having anything to do about that. I can't believe that Archie went to jail and then there's no long-lasting consequences of him going to jail like it, he should be like more hesitant to do things maybe because he hated it so much yeah like he's like i'll break the law i'll break it right now i don't care mad yeah. dog i'll break you out of prison like what the fuck starts just punching the glass and he's like no i can do this it worked with cheryl before oh my god so then Veronica brings an old man that I later found out was the governor um, to Archie and like threatens the governor with blackmail and to get him to talk to Archie. Now here, I would like to say that if you know about an illegal fighting ring of minors and juvie, perhaps you should tell the press just in general. You should. Why are you blackmailing the governor? Like... 
Anyway, they asked the governor to Wait, pardon. Isn't underground usually where miners are? That's funny. That's a good joke. That's a good joke. Then they asked the governor, and by ask, I mean blackmail him into <laughs> pardoning Mad Dog and Baby Teeth? No, all of them. All of them? All, all of them. the prisoners or all the prisoners Archie likes? All the prisoners All of Ar- the All of the prisoners that I think were in the underground for an agreement. What? Uh, so Baby Teeth, Thumper, Mad Dog, minus all the people who have died. But they were like, <laughs> I, I think when they went into the gym, they were like, like a bunch probably of people. 10 or like a dozen. So I'm assuming it's all the people who would have gotten transferred from, uh, like, out from juvie. I don't think they're clear on what they want from the governor. He probably just not. did whatever he thought and that, like, he's like, yeah. let him go. They got the only people they cared about. Yeah. Like, they called Mad Dog by name. So they were like, as long as I got Mad Dog, I think they won't Which is valid because I love Mad Dog. <laughs> we're all animals in here. And yet, um, Veronica will continue to blackmail Governor Dooley. Uh, Governor Julie will prove to be a very blackmailable person. Yeah, he's real blackmailable. The beginning of a very amazing friendship. <laughs> um, I love that he never sees it coming. No, like he, he never does. He never gets any blackmail on her. He's just like, oh, shucks. <laughs> Here we are again. What do you want? That's <laughs> so funny to me. And she, I just like to imagine she keeps saying, you're going to meet my dad and then keeps bringing him to more <laughs> And every time he's like, God damn it. And he keeps falling for it. That's funny. Then Betty meets with Cheryl and asks Cheryl to investigate the farm for her. She says that she knows Evelyn was trying to recruit Cheryl, so she won't think Cheryl's working with Betty. And Cheryl agrees because Betty guilt trips and it's like your brother would have wanted this. That's funny. Like, maybe shut the fuck up, Betty. What the yeah, I mean, using someone's dead sibling to convince them to do something for you? Now, that's just messed up. <laughs> that's funny. I didn't give it. What it's happened? because what? that's that's exactly what the farm does. This episode. Oh, okay. I thought you meant Cheryl did that to Betty, and I was like, <laughs> what? You know that classic scene when, when Cheryl's like, your brother Charles would have wanted this. Um, does this episode count as a secret sibling if Cheryl's sibling is technically <laughs> alive, but not? That's funny. No. <laughs> the secret sibling chart is sacred. Then we have a scene that I actually enjoy, which is Evelyn's in the bathroom and she finds Cheryl crying in a stall. And I don't the- like that that is how you opened a scene that you enjoy. I just really like a scene... In which someone's crying in the bathroom. Yes, I do. What about it? <laughs> um, Cheryl, I just, I relate to it. Cheryl, stop. Cheryl says that um, her and Tony broke up again and Evelyn's like, you can talk to me about it. And then it cuts to Cheryl walking to Betty and going, I'm in. And I thought that was funny. I liked that. The cut from her sobbing to be like, I'm in, baby. I liked it. That was funny. It's the last time Cheryl's ever good. Yeah. Yeah, appreciate it. What the fuck is wrong with her? And then Tony forgave her like twice for it. I I respect that she doesn't tell Tony. Out of the way, they had this whole arc where they're like, "We'll tell each other things." Tony's not even in this episode. She's really not. Then Sweepy and Jug ambush um people who are selling drugs. And I like this Jughead persona. I think Jughead should be more no nonsense. 
Yeah, they're at um, a comic book store and Sweet Pea fucking grabs the guy selling drugs and slams him into a table. And then Jug's like, I'm not feeling too nice today, but you can change that maybe. And he's like, look at this knife. He's just fully happy look to Look at this knife. <laughs> Every time I do it makes me life. <laughs> Jughead ends this by telling them to take away any contraband drugs or gaming equipment and by gaming equipment i know that they mean gng equipment but in my heart of hearts i feel like they stole yeah they took a wee that's what it sounded like (laughs) and i was like what the fuck like they ransacked it and took like playstation finally gang behavior Um, they're they're decking out the white worm oh yeah remember when he said they weren't doing violent stuff They took that back real quick. They really did. Then he Cheryl makes exceptions for video games, all right? It's important. Um. Then Cheryl meets with Evelyn for her interview, and she meets Edgar. You don't just meet Edgar ever and ever. You do. <laughs> you and then they, for some reason, they feel the need to bring up her suicide attempt again. Do they? Yes. I didn't realize they that. Was, um, but Cheryl is very moved by Edgar. Very moved in many ways, down under. <laughs> She's not a lesbian. Yeah. Um, you know how lesbians famously love dads and are attracted to them? Anyway. <laughs> when, you, when you said dads, a picture of Jimmy just went into my mind in like the clearest image that I've ever seen anything come into my mind. <laughs> and so I was just like, and then I like, I didn't even question it. Like you were talking and I was like, yeah, lesbians love Jimmy. Yeah. Um, we all I, know I, this. I found out today after seeing the season like 15 times that the guy who plays Edgar is a character on Gilmore Girls. <laughs> <laughs> I was like looking at him and I was like, wait a second. Um, he went from toxic, rich, white boy to cult leader. He's the fucking worst in Gilmore Girls, so he was written off yeah. the show. He's well, the that's actually pretty much what happens to him here, too. I know. He's a bad actor. No. I've seen pe- I've seen shipping comps of him and Betty. People love this actor. I hate your side of the internet. I've sent you that video. I didn't watch it. Oh, one moment. Don't worry. I have it saved in my notes app. I've downloaded it on on YouTube just so I could send it to you again. No. Everyone, get ready for me to be routinely upset by the fact that people, for some inexplicable, unknowable reason, ship. Betty and Edgar Everdever, <laughs> the the worst of the pairings. Mad Dog and Archie are at Pops with baby teeth, and Mad Dog says that the apartment building his grandma and brother live in is like infested with people who make drugs. This isn't relevant, but Baby Teeth's family doesn't exist. No, like I don't. Is he like an orphan? Is that, is that why he's called Baby Teeth? Is because his family died when he was a baby? What? And so, what? like, and so, or like when he went to the orphanage, he only had his baby. T- I'm trying to understand the logic between him not having a family and him being named Baby Teeth. Is this what you sent me? <laughs> Wait, I'm, I'm gonna watch it now because what the fuck? Wait a second. I. What the fuck? Hold on. I have a fucking ad. Why is this monetized? 
<laughs> As it should be. It deserves it. What the fuck? I'm the same age as Lily Reinhardt, and Chad was my hugest crush growing up, so I can't help but wonder if this girl is appreciating that she's living out our dream because damn. Is it one of the top comments? Good lord. It's a lot. They were cowards for not pulling the trigger on this relationship. Oh my god, what the fuck? I want to watch the Betty Donna edits. What? He's gonna take her uterus. From taking off your shirt to taking out a uterus. Classic escalation. One of one of the comments really expresses like creepy internet culture. If you look closely at the clip at, at 139 to 140, you can see the scar on Chad Michael Murray's abdomen from where doctors had to perform life-saving surgery. You can see the scar going vertically just below his navel and horizontally towards his white hip, a couple inches above the waistband of his pants. Why? <laughs> Why? Why? Why do you know that? Why did you look for it? Why did you feel the need to share it? And why did you be so specific? Anyway, Archie lets all the inmates stay at the gym. Share old Sheriff Keller's there, and I'm like, Keller probably put some of these guys in prison. You shouldn't be here. Archie just adopts like 10 kids from Juvie. Can you imagine if you like you adopt you let 10 people from Juvie stay in your gym and then they walked in and the fucking person who arrested them is also there and you're like, yeah, this guy is here. That's awkward. It'd be wild though, because he wouldn't recognize them because he arrested them when they were like 10 or some. <laughs> fourth grade running drugs to support their nana then jug is on a walkie with the serpents and the scene keeps what would it be like to arrest a fourth grader like you you are sheriff keller you're doing a drug bust you burst open the doors and it's a child what's your next step (laughs) nothing i start laughing the child says a cabin stands (laughs) the child's like hello my name is ricky I don't have anywhere to go. Um. So Jug's on a walkie with the serpents as they... Sorry, I thought you meant he's on a walk, but you said walk. Who calls phones handies? Okay. Germany does. Handies. <laughs> like a hand chuck. Stop. You know what? It's for the bottoms. My mom this... has definitely said, like, referred to her smartphone as handy in front of her. And uh, every time I just can, I see her trying to not laugh. Because if somebody said, could you give me the handy? I would be like, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I thought you meant he's going on a nice little walkie. No, I meant he's on the walkie. And with the serpents who a, are. A walkie talkie? Yes! I've never heard anyone call him just a walkie. I have! I think you you need the talkie. No, you don't. But it's way more fun. When you're on the It's line. a walkie-talkie. Because <laughs> it's, it's so you can talkie while you walkie. Okay. The walkie-talkie. Everyone shut the fuck up. Jug is on the walkie-talkie with the serpents as they bust drug deals. Um, and then they Jug joins them and ruins FP's big drug bust, and FP gets pissed as fuck, and then has a big fight with him at home. Um, Jughead was trying his best. I feel like half of this is on the deputies for not reporting to the sheriff. 
Some of this is on the sheriff not telling his deputies what's going on. Some of this is on the sheriff for hiring high schoolers to to bust drug deals. No, I think that was a very prudent move. I think we should hire more high schoolers as cops. I think in many areas of rural states, there should be a whole uh, high school subdivision. And I think that would go really well. Like, can you imagine... Can you imagine if the high school boys from our high school just worked with the police and how cleanly and flawlessly that would function in society? Why are you watching the edit? Isn't it just a wild edit? This edit just isn't even well done. Like it doesn't make sense. No, it does not. It's so, it's so edit. It is edited. You have to give them. It's edited. I'm going to send you fucking Jason Clary edits for this. <laughs> but Jason Clary's a real ship that people had. This is some bullshit. Oh, I swear that there are Alec and Clary ships. You on mean the- bullshit? Uh, no, if you send me Alec Clary ships, I'll totally deal with that. Because oh, I no. think that that's funny. Because that's, that's, that's equal caliber to that. <laughs> Jason Clary's too normal. Edgar and Betty is, (laughs) if someone was watching Riverdale and was like, I want Edgar and Betty to get together, I'd have way more questions than if they were like, I want Jason Clary to get together. Anyway, um, then Elio drops by the gym and I kid you not, is there for like one minute and says, you guys should fight for me if you want money. Archie says, I'll kill you. So leave. And he does. And somehow that works. So. I feel like this is a good point. I feel like if I was in an underground boxing ring and then got out of it, I wouldn't want to box again. Yeah. Yeah. How does this work on Mad Dog is the thing. When well, he, he says money. But this guy didn't even say you could. Like, he was just, in his point of view, he doesn't know who Elio is. So all that he knew was that a random man walked in to the gym and made a random offer and then left. And somehow that worked. <laughs> And Mad Dog found Ellie. I feel like we're dealing with people who were manipulated into running drugs to support their nan in the fourth grade. They don't have the best way of telling who and who is not trustworthy. But someone who you don't even know who walks in and makes an offer in like 30 seconds and then leaves. So Veronica tells her parents that they should go to couples therapy. And she said, you wouldn't be the first mobster to go to therapy. What? Can you imagine being a therapist for the mob? I cannot imagine being their therapist. Like, you're just like, okay, so how does it make you feel? And then Hiram's like, how does it make you feel, huh? Huh? It's just like has a gun out on you. How would therapy fix the fact that one of you tried to kill the other one twice? Can you imagine (laughs) just like going into therapy and then being like, what's the problem? Well, you see, sir, he hired a man to shoot at me during my mayoral campaign. And then I hired a man to shoot him in the hospital. (laughs) And then I tried to sell his drug empire out from under him while he was in the hospital. A drug empire that he didn't tell me he was creating despite me becoming the mayor for him. I feel like mobsters don't tell those things in therapy if they go to therapy so i she said you're not the first mobster who'd go to therapy give me the list of names veronica what do you know i think i think it has to be a movie reference do they go to therapy in the godfather i don't know anything about mob 
The Godfather makes me want to eat pasta more than I've ever wanted to eat pasta in my entire life. So I can't watch it because there's a scene where he's one woman's making pasta. Your tummy gurgles. I know. It makes me so hungry. Like as soon as she said pasta, her stomach just went. Yeah, it makes me fucking hungry. It's it's a reference to The Sopranos. Oh, okay. Is what it is. What? Then we should do ad break. Ad break. Now back to the show. Bottoming. Oh, I heard my. This is really top erasure. <laughs> what about yeah, the top friendly foods? It's not like it's all of post. <laughs> they should have a section that says food that makes your cum taste different. <laughs> if we're going to be doing things like this, let's go. <laughs> so then Betty and Cheryl walk in the bathroom and. But Cheryl says that Edgar ever never is hot. Ah, uh, yes, Cheryl's a lesbian. Yeah, what does she say exactly? Uh, add him to just the hot dads or something like that. Yeah, add add him to Riverdale's hot dad list because yeah, that man is yummy. I think yeah. is what yeah, she calls it. him a snack, and I just a yummy snack. Wish she didn't. Ew. Um, and then a, and then someone comes in. And Cheryl makes them leave. I don't know what purpose that part served. None. No piss girl. <laughs> no piss girl. That's funny. Then, what the fuck? Oh, the, there's Hermione enters her office and there are dead fish on her desk. I was really confused at first. I was like, why the fuck do dead fish mean that I that they want you dead? Then she tells Veronica she's worried somebody's going to kill her and it might be Hiram and she still wants them to get together. Well, that's because she planted the fish herself. So she knows it wasn't high. But this, I don't care. This woman yeah. thinks that her husband could kill her. Yeah. And then Veronica's like, you guys should get back together. Yeah. It's an interesting dichotomy because if they don't, she's at risk of dying. And if they do, she's at risk of dying. So really a lose-lose yeah. on uh, Hermione. Should have thought about this when you were getting together with him in high school. Except she doesn't die. No, she um, joins the real housewives. I love that plot line. I hate that plot line. <laughs> You're wrong for that. It's great. Um, then Jug um, and Archie talk about how the drugs are being made at Mad Dog's grandma's home. And they say, for Archie's like, why can't we just tell FP about this? And Jug says that he'll get mad. But he was only mad because... The serpents were messing up things that he was already trying to do. And he wants to know where the drugs are. Yeah. So why couldn't Jug just tell FP he found out from Archie? I don't, I don't know. know. I started falling asleep around this point in the episode, I'm going to be <laughs> honest with you. That's fine. That's fair. Um, That's when I started getting really bored. I like this episode, guys. <laughs> I did too, just this part. You're not was valid for that. I thought it was decent. I think there you just a, like when Cheryl simps after hot men. I really don't. Um, I actually really like the Jug and Betty's pillow talk scene. Oh, God. That's what really did it for me. Anyway, that's true. That was not a joke. I want it on record. I really like that scene. <laughs> then Betty puts a listening device on Cheryl again, and Cheryl goes to Edgar, and um, she goes into a little room, and then Betty can't hear them anymore. And the next day at school, Cheryl tells Betty she won't help her anymore. Yeah, this, Cheryl gets locked in a closet again. This scene gets retconned into not making sense anymore because 
in future episodes, it's shown that Edgar hypnotizes you and then brings you to the room. But this episode, she's just not hypnotized ever when she's going into the room. And so there's not really an explanation for why Jason's just there. And I don't know how that happened. I mean, they dug up his fucking cadaver. And I guess that was enough to make her think he was there. I don't fucking know. She's fucking crazy. You still have the position that they have just the cadaver in this room. No, I thought it was a fake. And I think it's a fake. You've yeah. definitely said that you think it's the cadaver of Jason before. And I think that that'd just be a wild thing for Edgar to do for like the second oh, date. No, I thought it was a pretend stuffed version. But later on, they have the dead body. They do. Can you imagine as like a second date? You show up, and they're like, here's the corpse of your dead brother. <laughs> anyway. But they do have his body later on. And Tony keeps being like, can we please bury him Is again? that Cheryl's connected like, no. to this, or did Cheryl just dig him up? I thought it was connected. I thought they dug him up and were like, surprise! And, and, Cheryl, like, and Cheryl, upon leaving the farm, was like, one moment, Tony. I thought that was what Give happened. me a second. I have to go fetch my brother's corpse from down the hall. I thought that my was old bestie. What happened? I don't know. I think on paper it's a cool idea that people are going to the farm because they see people that they miss. And I think if they had an actual explanation for that that made sense, it would be cool. It's hypnosis. But they don't. Auditory hallucinations. That's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it is cool that the allure of the farm is that people can see people that are dead. It's just the explanation makes it bullshit. Well, yeah, combined with the fact that there are multiple plot lines in this show about seeing people who are dead. Yeah. Then Veronica asks Hiram about whether he left the fish there, even though she did it. And then we find out it's because sleeping with the fish means being dead. Yeah, that's a thing. That This is a Godfather reference to the horse head thing. I yeah. was expecting a horse head, so the fish confused me. So hi, basically Veronica convinces Hiram to bring Hermione to the ribbon cutting and pretend they're still married. So Hermione will be safe because Hermione can't be safe unless she has a man. Yeah. Uh, that's a joke. I don't agree with that. <laughs> anyway. But Riverdale does. Um, then we have a fucking pillow talk scene, which is absolutely horrendous. <laughs> and I just, every time there's a scene, so there's lots of situations where actors date in real life and in the show. Uh -huh. And every time I see a sexual scene with them and I know they're dating in real life, I'm just like so deeply uncomfortable because I know that this has happened in real life and they have fucked and now they're doing it in front of a bunch of people. And they literally say the word pillow talk and they're talking about the farm after they had sex. And I hate it. Can you imagine pillow talking and like, the conversation loops around to the show in which you pillow talk. Exactly. That's what I was thinking. It's Horrible. disgusting. I hate that, actually. I hate that. I feel like I would make it, like, I wouldn't be able to keep myself from saying the lines from the show as a joke after exactly. we had Exactly. I wrote that down. I said, did they act out the pillows talk scene in real life? Then the serpents raid the drug den and get their asses handed to them it went it went so poorly and it ends with kurtz and jughead jumping out of a window the first window jump is it there's many more to come well the thing that's is, maybe, that's no, not this true. Is the second one. Because Benjamin Button jumps out of the window. boyfriend Benjamin Button jumped out of the window as well. Yes. Then Hiram 
reveals that to Veronica that him and Hermione have annulled their marriage, which is super hard to do if you have a child because then oh. you can't really annul it because in the eyes of God, you still had a child, basically. Excuse That's- me. It's not like they had a confirmation episode or something. It's really unclear if the church knows she is. Then it's revealed that Veronica gave Hermione the fish. That's fucked up. What yeah, is your Veronica, motivation? You're actually crazy. You made your mom think she was going to actually die. Uh-huh. And you actually a crazy person. You literally used to hate your parents together and wished that they would get divorced. And now you're like, I'm going to scare the shit out of my mom. Like, what is this? It's for Perfect. vibes. You're summer considered. vibes dude. summer vibes then betty breaks into the farm as cheryl is initiated into the farm and she takes uh-huh. the recordings and how in what way did she break into the farm they really jumped to her being in there yeah and they're like she somehow palpatine returned somehow betty just just here now they're just like she did it mad dog speaks to archie which i think they should have a little kiss just a little one as a <laughs> as, as like a celebration of getting out of prison. Um, and Mad Dog says him, his grandma and his brother are moving into a house Elio is providing, which means Mad Dog is fighting for Elio now. Which seems valid. Like Archie's like, why the hell would you ever do that? And I'm like, no, that tracks. No, I, I get that down. motivation. Mad Dog really said there's a problem and I'm going to try zero solutions before jumping into a legal activity again. Like he didn't try to get any job or anything else. He was just like, I guess I'll do this. Like, well, he's not, Elio never said it was illegal. Nothing Elio does. But this is like a worst case scenario for Mad Dog and he didn't try anything. I can think of so many different ways that don't like you didn't try anything else. Like what the fuck? It's using his skill set. I am a man with a particular set of skills. Illegal boxing, being a firefighter, being a construction worker. Getting the lowest score imaginable on the SAT to where you actually have to answer everything wrong on purpose. Going to war on a football field. Having a dog. Being unable to be beat. Having Wolverine-like healing instinct. Then Betty asked Cheryl why she wants to go back betty presents the tape she stole and says you don't have to go there anymore and cheryl says they showed her jason and she got to talk to him so she's crazy now no she's just sad and lonely she only cares about jason when it can further the plot for them to be like last episode jason was the was the light of my life until you showed up and now you're the light of my life that implies a level of moving on from jason yeah, yeah. That this episode seems to Slash. pretend doesn't exist. Nice foot. Sorry, foot. <laughs> For free? Um. Then there's a fucking train. I sent a video of it, but the train is back behind Pops again. They've decided that there's a train and it's there. That's fascinating because I knew it was coming and I still missed it and I had to go back <laughs> to see the train. Oh, you're the train! That was so good. The I train is there God. for... <laughs> Maybe a tenth of a second, guys. No math. I don't know how she laser focuses on this train. It's barely there. No, I hate that it moves. I hate that it disappears. 
What? <laughs> Did was, you guess? No, I was laughing. I hate that the first episode, it was in front of Pops because you saw it go behind <laughs> them as they were talking and now it's behind Pops and then it's not there at all in season six. Anyway. <laughs> well, there's going to be a new one in season seven. I, can, I can't imagine that they've changed where the establishing shots of Pops are. They did because the first episode, the train goes behind them in front of Pops. I really just shouldn't <laughs> ask you any questions about this train. <laughs> so mad anyway I'm the only one who gives a shit about this I'm like those people on Glee Wiki who are like this is the only episode where Mercedes wears a purple shirt I'm that (laughs) like I thought about doing that for the show anyway then Betty asks Alice if the farm lets her speak to Charles and Alice is like yeah which implies again that she's not working for the FBI no I actually think this is the really like this is a cute technically right Because she is technically seeing Charles because of the farm. Oh. Oh my god, I hate this show. It's really, it's like, she's not, that's not technically a lie. Yeah, we know how Alice cares about lies. I just, as far as like, silly little like rewatchable, like this show is rewatchable as hell just because you never remember what happens. This one's your, this one you can be like, well, (laughs) She's not wrong. Foreshadowing, maybe. Uh Uh, Then Betty's like, can you arrange a meeting for me with Edgar? And for some reason, Alice does that. Uh, And then Betty meets with Edgar. Cue uh, clip montage of Betty and Edgar being in love. I love that so much. Why Uh, does it exist? Who was so passionate about the, the, the child... And the cult leader that they were like, yeah. Jail? Yes, I agree. Um, Edgar says, hey, what do you want to know? And Betty says everything. That's not clear enough, Betty. I need you to be more specific. Everything. Like, are you harvesting organs? Is your daughter secretly your wife? (laughs) How are you showing her, Jason? Is it a corpse or is it just a guy? Do you like Postmates bottom friendly (laughs) (laughs) Is Jason Kevin in a ginger wig? <laughs> then that's funny. Jug and Archie receive a chalice, but instead of being full of poison, there's it's full a of tooth. bottom friendly food. <laughs> it's a tooth from Baby Tooth, and it's so funny because Jug picks it up and goes, "It's a tooth," and Archie's like, "Baby Tooth," <laughs> and it's so it's funny. His baby teeth. It's so, but funny. there's only one tooth. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I didn't even remember this happened. Can you imagine any other show where somebody finds a tooth from a guy named Baby Teeth and you don't think about it every episode for the rest of the show? Like, that's so funny. (laughs) Then FP finds Baby Tooth uh, murdered. I got a little nostalgic. It's been a while since we had a classic Griffins and Gargoyles murder. The amount of stuff I forget. Like, I didn't remember what <laughs> he was walking into. I never, I just, neither did I. I never remember. No, I and didn't I love either. It. I was like, what's going to happen? There's no I'm other curious. show where I wouldn't remember someone finding a tooth. But if you had held a gun to my head before this episode and said, do they ever find a tooth? I'd be like, no. But Why they would do. they find a tooth? They but find they some guy's finger multiple times, but never a tooth. I think this episode's fun. Oh, I give it a, a three out of ten bottom friendly menus. Um, I'm giving this a 3.7 out of 10 baby teeth. I'm giving this a 2 out of 10 
dead fish delivered by your crazy daughter. Miha means piss. Everyone remember that. Thank you, Sarah, so much for listening. I have been Captain Miha. Captain, Captain piss. piss. Captain Piss. Um, when you told us your name, I started laughing because I was like, he doesn't even know. <laughs> Captain Piss. I've been Betty Snooper. Uh, and I've Beanie Headed Bow. You know what I really appreciate is that Beanie Headed Bow at some point gave up with negative numbers. No, that's just because season three is fun. Hell yeah, I got one, baby. Ow!